This is Marriage is Our Ministry's Candid Conversations, where topics surrounding marriage and family are discussed with a very open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and let's talk. Here are your hosts, Oliver and Denise Marcel. Welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations. I am Oliver. And I'm Denise. And we are so glad that you've taken the time to uh, check us out and to listen. We hope that you uh, have taken advantage of listening to the other episodes. If you have not, we suggest that you listen to the other episodes. Great episodes, episodes that make you uh, want to have a conversation. And that is our goal, to have you have a candid conversation with you and your spouse, between you and your spouse. That's our goal. We want you to have a candid conversation. Great topics um, in the other uh, episodes, and this one is no different. We are going to uh, discuss, my wife and I, uh, learning your spouse or continuing to learn your spouse, Mm -hmm. the importance of that and uh, all of the things that go along with learning your spouse. We will talk about that in just a moment after my bride prays. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to be used again uh, in this ministry. I just pray that anything that is said will inspire other couples to be able to have conversations to um, enhance their relationship. I pray that you will use us and that... um, will be blessed by it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, we're talking about learning your spouse. Yep. Learning your spouse. Unpack that a little bit. So, I was just thinking, um, I think I mentioned it the other day. We had a, a couples meeting at church, and I don't remember what we were talking about, but I, I remember talking about being open to always learning your spouse. You, you know, we're always evolving. Seasons change, so we change. And I was just thinking how as seasons change and as we change, things that maybe we used to like, we don't necessarily, it's not so important anymore. Or things that weren't so important may be a little bit more important, um, higher up on the importance ladder. And so we, I think we have to continually learn our spouse, their likes, their dislikes. What are they into these days? What bothers them these days? What hurts them these days? What doesn't affect them as much anymore? Of course, the idiosyncrasies of who we are probably will stay the same, like the way you get dressed in the morning, the certain things that you do, how you put your socks on, how you get dressed, things that you like to do or that make you comfortable. Those things probably won't change. But things come up in your life that may make you think of other things that are not so important anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah, I, I get it. kind of rambled so, a little bit. Well, I, I, I get it. Kind of like, well, to put it all together, when I got married, when we got married, I asked you not to change. Yeah. But that's that's not realistic. No. Because over time you're going to evolve. Right. Um there are going to be things different things your interests are going to change. Right. Your the way that you 
process things is going to change. The way that you look at certain things are going to change. Your perspectives mm-hmm. and priorities, all of those things change. Mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, right. but it's part of the growth process. Exactly. And it's important to be flexible enough to allow room for that growth mm. and to be able to grow along with your spouse. Yep. Learning those things. I think that's what I what I hear you saying. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that you have changed in the seventeen years? Uh oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Would you say that I've changed in seventeen years? Yes. Wow, that's a very uh emphatic yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we've both changed. We've changed a lot. We've grown, we've matured. Not that we were immature before, but we have matured even more than we were, you know, 17 years ago. So, yeah, we've definitely changed. I don't know that there's a couple that hasn't changed. I don't know. I honestly don't think that there is a couple that I could think of that hasn't changed. I think change is inevitable. Yeah, I think change is inevitable as well. I think there are couples who are probably very close to who they were. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure there are individuals who may be listening to this who, who are saying, I haven't changed. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I'm one of those people who feel like I haven't changed. However, those changes aren't necessarily large-scale changes. Yeah. So, for example, I never got angry before. Now I get angry. Mm-hmm. It, it might not be that drastic, mm-hmm. but there may be small things. For example, I'm becoming a little bit more sensitive, mm-hmm. whereas I was not that sensitive in the beginning. So little things like that. And I think that individuals, for those of you who are listening, those changes may be subtle. And it's important for one, I would say it's important for you to communicate those changes yeah, to your spouse. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like you said, if the changes are, are subtle, you may not even notice it in yourself. Right. And that, and that was going to be my next thing. Once you realize what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, the, the, for example, for me, the sensitivity thing, I don't think I realized that was happening until it was full-blown, if you want to say. Yeah. Um, and then your needs kind of change, yes. which is probably the biggest thing. So if some outward things don't change, if you don't change physically, you don't, your um, ideology doesn't change, your priorities doesn't change, your needs will change. Yeah. What you need from your spouse over time will change Definitely. because as you get older, there's just certain things that happen with getting older, maturing, and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that dictate your needs changing. Yeah. So if nothing else changes, your needs will change, and those things definitely need to be discussed and and learned. Right. How do you do that, though? You got to have conversations. You Like, for instance, I may see something in you that I notice that you're doing more frequently that, than you used to do before, and so... You know, I pick up on that and I'm like, hmm, he never used to do that before. You know, so then I have to have a conversation about that. I notice that you're, notice that you're doing X, Y, Z. 
more now? Is that something that you like to do more now? Should Is that something that you want me to help you do more often? Is that something that I need to incorporate in us so that I can make sure that you're getting what you need? You know, you got to have conversations about it. You got to ask questions yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. The conversation piece is um, is important. Yeah, I think where often we 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 get it wrong, if you want to say, is that we get defensive about any changes that we see instead of learning those changes. Sometimes those changes create conflict. So if you're doing something differently than you used to do it. Mm-hmm. Unless that difference is just amazingly beneficial, mm-hmm. sometimes it can create a little tension because I'm used to a certain thing. And now, based on you know your needs changing or your priorities changing, that thing may change or evolve. And instead of me taking the time to learn or have a conversation that would allow me to learn and adapt, I... Become uh, defensive, like get upset. Man, what's up with her? She never used to do that before. Right. What am I doing wrong? Type thing. Right, and I think that that is where often couples kind of go down the wrong path. Mm. So often there's couples who you know separate or divorce for seemingly what seemingly was small things in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think often, maybe not all the time, but often it's because of the way we view that evolution. Mm-hmm. We view that evolution as being detrimental to the relationship because we kind of got into it with a one-track mind, so to speak. As if things wouldn't change. Right, as if things wouldn't change. Because we, we all know that in everything, there's some form of evolution. Mm-hmm. So in your job, you're going to grow. Uh, hopefully you're going to grow, you're going to learn some new things. Um, those things that you learn may put you in a position to do something different or to move up the ladder, so to speak, right, or whatever right, it is. Yeah. But I think in our relationships, oftentimes we get into a relationship and we get into a relationship based on what is happening currently when that relationship begins. Right. And we hang our hopes and dreams, our hats, if you will, on those things and then when those things begin to evolve we're kind of thrown for a loop because because we didn't prepare ourselves in the beginning to change right for some type of evolution yeah and so for those of you who are listening and uh, if there's any singles that are listening it is important to understand and recognize the fact that you are always growing as a person Mm -hmm. so I know I've heard this several times and I've said this to my children and I'm sure you you all listening have heard this as well. The things that you want at 16 are not the things you're going to want at 18 are not the things you're going to want at 20 or 25. It keeps changing or 30. But then for some reason, once you get married, it seems like all of that stops in our minds. But if you get married at 25, the things that you want at 25 You won't want at 30, even in your marriage. The things that are important to you at 30 may not be as important to you at 35. And so we have to be constantly in this learning mode. 
And you said that one way to do that is to have conversation. Um, is there any other ways to do that? Why? Can you think of any other ways? Um, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I think conversation is the big one because com- what conversation will do is it will lead to other things. So conversation may lead to compromise or mm-hmm. conversation may le- lead to, you know, whatever the adjustment is that conversation leads to. I think conversation is the beginning of the process. But then there may be some adjustments that need to be made along the way. For example, mm-hmm. when we first got married, I did not realize that you were a proca- procrastinator. I am. Now, and, and those listening will probably have the same reaction you had, but we're, I'm talking about in terms of your communication style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that yeah. 17 years ago. Yeah. So there was some level of frustration Mm-hmm. before I switched my thinking to learning. And so um, once I learned that through conversation and through other things, once I learned that, now it's my responsibility to take this newfound education, if you will, mm-hmm. and to make the proper adjustments. Because it's one thing to learn something new about your spouse. It's another thing to learn something new and not do anything about yeah. implementing right. that what knowledge. Right. Yeah. So I think it's important to have a conversation, but what that conversation leads to is probably the, the most important part of the process because that conversation may lead to you changing some things. Mm-hmm. It may lead to you making some adjustments. It may lead to you doing some things that are outside of the scope of what you thought you might have had to had do. Had to do, yeah. Right? Yeah. So basically what we're saying in a nutshell is that you are going to evolve. Right. You're going to grow. We're talking positive change here. Unfortunately, there are individuals, couples who experience negative change. That's a whole nother conversation if the change is negative. I mean, you still have some learning to do, but the the result of your learning will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different conversation. So we're talking about positive change now. We're not talking about if your spouse used to be loving and now right. they you know they're they're no longer af- affectionate. Right. That's not okay. what we're talking about. We're talking about just subtle changes, things that happen in your marriage that aren't negative or detrimental to your marriage, yes. but at the same time they may not be things that you anticipated right or things that you are ready for right and what we're saying is you need to have a conversation Mm -hmm. about those things Mm -hmm. and you need to be prepared for whatever that conversation calls for Mm -hmm. so if that conversation at the end of that conversation if it calls for an adjustment on both parts make that adjustment if it calls for compromise if it calls for backing off whatever it calls for Mm -hmm. that's what you need to do so like in our example now that I know that you are a procrastinator, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, there are four types of communicators. Well, there's more than four, but we talk about in our seminar four types of communicators. And one of those types is the procrastinator, which that person needs time to process information. They mm-hmm. need time to to think about it, to, to mull it over, yeah. come up with 
their rendition of what they heard, and then they can come back to the table and talk about it. Now, I didn't know that about you when we got married. And Mm -hmm. so that was frustrating to me because I'm trying to pull something out of you because I'm a different kind of communicator. Yeah. What kind are you? I'm shotgun. Yeah. So I need to say everything right when it happens. If something happens at 10 o'clock, I need to talk about it at 10 o'clock and possibly (laughs) have it resolved by 10.01. Right. So after learning that, after being frustrated, which I, what I suggest, um, just commercial break, what I suggest is that before you get frustrated about the things that you think are changing, step back Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, what do you need to learn from this? Hmm. I got frustrated in the beginning. I got Mm -hmm. frustrated Immediately got frustrated, thought that it was some type of issue and there's some type of conflict when really what I should have done was step back and say, "Okay, wait a minute. I'm seeing something in you. What is it? Ask you some questions that give you the opportunity to explain it to me and then see if I can make some adjustments, tell you what I'm thinking about it and we can have a conversation. And that's why the conversation is important, because you will avoid so many tense moments by just having a conversation about what you're seeing, the evolution that you're seeing. Yeah, I agree. And so it's important to do that, have that conversation. When you see these things happening, because they will happen, you're going to change. You know, we are, you know, at a certain period in our lives and five years down the road, you know, things are going to be a little bit different because of circumstances, because five years down the road, you know, all of our kids, you know, all of our kids will be grown. Uh, there's just different dynamics that right. will cause different forms of evolution. Yeah. And so the first important thing is as you recognize those things, to be vocal about them and ask questions and have a conversation, um, explain what those things mean to you, how they feel to you, and, and get some clarification and, and make some adjustments. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sounds good? Yep. And that's what I meant by... You know, keep learning your spouse. Adapt and adjust with them. I like that. Yeah. That's that's good. That's yeah. good advice. Yeah. So, you know, short and sweet. That's what we um that's what we talked about. We wanted to share it with you guys that are listening. So for those of you who are listening, that that's that's the summary. Continue to learn your spouse. Mm-hmm. Don't make the mistake that I made in Jumping to a conclusion or acting on an an impulse or an emotion without clarification. Right. Um, have a conversation. You'll hear us say this probably in every single episode, have a conversation, because that is the point of this whole thing, to have a candid conversation. Yep. You learn so much by having a conversation. You avoid so many pitfalls by having a conversation. You avoid so many disagreements and conflicts by having a conversation. That's right. So that's what we're going to do. Yep. We're going to learn our spouse. Learn our spouse. Sounds good? Sounds great. I'm going to continue to learn more about you. You better. I am. (laughs) Right after this podcast. All right. We're going to go to class. (laughs) Okay, let's wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, family, we want you to follow us on social media. We want you to connect with us. We want to hear from you. Please go to our Facebook page. Marriage is our ministry. Also, 
Instagram, same name, YouTube, same name. Follow us, connect with us. Let us know what you think about this podcast. Let us know uh, what you think about the other episodes. If they've affected your life in any way, we would love to know about it. We want you to be a part of of us and what we're doing. Uh, It's important. This is this is growing us and we hope that it is growing you as well. All right. So we want to leave you with that. Learn your spouse. Have a conversation and you will see some things change in your relationship as you implement some of the things that we're learning that we're sharing with you. All right. So on that note, I'm Oliver and I'm Denise. God bless. God bless. This has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Make sure you visit www.marriageisourministry.com for more engaging content as well as other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Until next time, God bless.